0: It's time once again for The Go-Giver Podcast, where we explore five timeless principles that will increase the profitability of your business and the joy in your life. Now, here's your host, the co-author of The Go-Giver, Bob Berg. Hello again, I'm Bob Berg, and we have what I hope you'll find to be an interesting and value-packed show today. Attention. We all need it. And so do those in our lives, both personally and professionally. We'll look at that in our thought of the day. And in our interview segment, Neen James has begun an attention revolution, and she'll show us not only why that's so important, but how to begin with ourselves and dramatically increase our effectiveness. That and more on today's show. I thank you for joining us. It begins at birth, and for most, never actually seems to end. And that is the need, if not the craving, for attention. Now, for some, it borders on the narcissistic, a constant demand for attention. Some will even commit heinous crimes to call it to themselves. But even for the vast majority of us who don't go that far, we still need it. We want to feel like we matter. The four-year-old constantly calling for their mommy or daddy to watch them as they do their latest stunt. To the teen who, despite protestations to the contrary, wants to know his or her parents are concerned for their well-being the husband or wife who wants their partner to pay more attention to them than to their work or to their hobby or their whatever the distraction might be, Uh, to the CEO who seems to have it all but still wants the acknowledgement of his or her achievements being recognized and their work acknowledged. Attention is a human need, and if we have it, then so do others. And if we want to be an effective human being, we need to recognize that and make sure to put our attention on the people it needs to be on and to do so genuinely and enthusiastically. Attention to the customer experience is a huge differentiator that separates the average or relatively successful from that enormously successful business person. Even paying attention, asking the right questions. As customer experience specialist Steve Dorfman says, the better your questions, the better your intel. And the better your intel, the better equipped you are to tailor experiences to each individual. In other words, to give them the attention that they find to be of value. We've often heard not to sweat the small stuff, and in the correct context, that's great advice. But as business luminary Harvey McKay has said, in sales, the person who sweats the small stuff, in other words, pays attention to the details, often gets the business. I could go on and on about this, but... Up next, we'll be talking to the woman who is creating an attention revolution, and she just makes some fantastic points that can change the game for us and bring our levels of happiness and effectiveness to a whole new level. The terrific Neen James coming up right after this. Pick up John David Mann's and my newest book, The Go-Giver Influencer. Set in the same fictional city as the first two GoGiver books, it features two young, ambitious business people, Jillian Waters, chief buyer for a national chain of pet accessory stores, and Jackson Hill, founder of a small but growing manufacturer of all-natural pet foods. Each has something the other wants. To Jackson, it's the possibility of reaching more animals if he can negotiate terms that will protect his company's integrity. To Jillian, it's about giving her company a distinct competitive advantage in the marketplace if she can persuade Jackson to give them an exclusive. Of course, there's a surprise ending. Marshall Goldsmith says this may be the most important Go-Giver book yet and adds that in today's polarized world, it could not be more timely. Read the first two chapters of The Go-Giver Influencer by visiting thegogiver.com or just click the link in the show notes. As a much sought-after speaker around the globe, Neen James has worked with companies such as Viacom, Comcast, Abbott Pharmaceuticals, and many, many others. In 2017, she was named by Global Guru as one of the top 30 leadership speakers. Neen has boundless energy and always offers powerful strategies for paying attention to what matters so you can get more done and create more significant moments at work and at home. She's the author of Folding Time, and now just released and destined to become a huge bestseller, her new book is Attention Pays, How to Drive Profitability, Productivity, and Accountability. Find out more about Neen at neenjames.com. The page for her book is neenjames.com slash attentionpaysbook, but of course, we'll have both of those links in the show notes. G'day, mate.
1: G'day, what a privilege to be on this incredible podcast with you.
0: Uh, the privilege and honor is mine, my friend. Okay, so first question, this is kind of an obvious one based on the title of this episode. What is an attention revolution and why are you starting one?
1: Oh Bob, I just want the world to pay attention. Imagine what would happen if we paid more attention in our relationships, if we paid more attention to our clients in the sales conversation. Imagine as entrepreneurs, if we paid more attention to really taking care of the clients we have. I believe that when the world pays attention, We have stronger relationships, we make more money, and people are more accountable, more Mm -hmm. integrity, and they demonstrate those beautiful things you talk about in The Go-Giver. And so for me, an attention revolution is let's stop the crazy Mm -hmm. and let's start paying attention.
0: Okay, and I love your your personal mission. Tell us what that is. I I love
1: (laughs) my personal mission is to dismantle this attention deficit society that we're living in, and I want to create an attention surplus economy.
0: Ooh, ooh, I love that. So, whenever I read an introduction in a book, I, I tend to find the premise, and I think I found yours. But please correct me if I'm wrong. You said to the reader, "You don't have a time management crisis." you have an attention management crisis. Does it really come down to that?
1: Oh, you better believe it does. Bob, you and I and all your listeners, we get the same amount of time every day. You and I get 1,440 minutes in a day. Time's gonna happen whether we like it or not. Time's not prejudiced. <laughs> time is the great equalizer. So we can't manage time. That's crazy. However, we can manage our attention. And the listeners, I'm I'm sure they will agree with me when they understand that it doesn't matter how rich you are, how poor you are, what title you have printed on your business card, time is going to happen. But attention is a choice. See, we're trying to manage, you know, we can't manage time because it's fixed, but our focus is flexible. And so I want listeners to be challenged to really think about who deserves their attention what deserves their attention, and how they're paying attention in the world.
0: Okay. And so part of this attention is intention, correct?
1: Correct. It's intention that makes attention valuable.
0: Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. I, I, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the costs? And, and you talked about it a little, but, but I, I want to take this because it's more than just financial. What are some of the costs of inattention?
1: Well, think about it. You know, if we're thinking about intention, meaning the choices we make and the actions we take, there are real costs of not paying attention. The Information Overload Group did publish a study that said that we lose in the US 588 billion dollars every year because we're not paying attention, not to mention that nine people die every day because of distracted driving. Bob, it's costing us. It's costing us clients because when we don't pay attention to our clients and our customers, they don't come back. It's costing us in attracting that top talent because what we want is we want to be known as a workplace that is fantastic to work for. But if we aren't, if we're not paying attention to our existing team, we can't attract and then retain that top talent. It's costing us in relationships. If we're not paying attention to the people we share our lives with, then what happens is they go and get that attention somewhere else. And so when you think about the costs of not paying attention, it it's in our business, it's in our homes and it's in our society. And so what I want people to really think about is we think we're paying attention, Bob, but we're not. Now we are paying attention, just not to the right people the right things,
0: mm-hmm. the right way. Mm-hmm. One man, because I want to give a, a, a good example, because you talk about both in the book. You, you give mm-hmm. great examples, and you give the ones that aren't aren't productive, obviously. Um, one man who we both know, he's a man many speakers consider to be a, a mentor, uh, and that is the great Dr. Nito Cobain. How mm-hmm. does Nito communicate what you call intentional attention?
1: You know, Dr. Cobain, or Nito as I call him, Nito is a walking role model for intentional attention for a number of different ways. What I was fascinated with, Nito invited me to speak to his students on campus and What was fascinating was from the moment you set foot on that, that campus. Yeah. He's
0: president of high point uh, university now. He's the president.
1: That's right. Right. And he's also an incredibly accomplished businessman. (laughs) Yes. He serves on many boards. He, uh, is very involved in the Great Harvest Bread Company. So the gentleman is a very distinguished gentleman, but what's fascinating about him is Nito knows that attention pays from the moment you set foot on that university. Let's just say you are checking out the university as a potential place to uh, study at school. As you pull in, there'll be a parking space with your name on it just for you. But here's what fascinated me the most. Nito is, as you say, the president of High Point University in North Carolina. Every single student that approached Nito, Bob he knew their name. Uh, now, he's not even a teacher.
0: He's, right. he's the, the president. president of
1: the entire university. And so, what that shows me is Nito has made it important. This is a man who gets up at 4 a.m., he writes at least four thank you notes every day to appreciate the people who work with him and the people who supply services into his university. Yeah. This is a man who has totally transformed what used to be a really rundown college to one of the most prestigious universities in the world because Nito understands. Understands that he has to pay attention to the right people, being the students and faculty and their parents. He has to pay attention to the right things, meaning, how is he going to grow the experience for those students? And and create these humans that are going into the world to make incredible differences. But he also knows he has to pay attention the right way, Mm -hmm. which means he pays attention to the experience those students have, that their parents have. He pays attention to how High Point impacts the local community and how it is helping grow that community. And he also pays attention in the world because Nito has such a global view of creating communities and really protecting things on our planet. And he is, to me, my role model for intentional attention. Yeah,
0: he's he's ama- and everything you say about him. This is exactly what what I and what everyone who knows Nito thinks of Nito. I mean, he's just an uh, amazing human being, wonderful uh, example. I want you to share with us, if you will, the very valuable lesson that Ms. Neen. Learn from little five-year-old Donovan. This is one of my favorite stories in
1: the book. <laughs> oh my goodness. So my little Donovan is my next door neighbor. I was sitting in the kitchen with my next door neighbor, Eileen, and she and I were simply just trying to have a cup of coffee. And he kept inserting himself into the conversation, Bob. And he kept saying, Neen, you know, do you like to play outside or in? I'm like, oh my goodness, Donovan. I'm like outside, you know, you know anyone with a five-year-old, they're constantly asking you questions, right? And he was like, Neen, like cats or dogs. I'm like, oh my goodness, like he was just driving me crazy. And then And then at one point, he said to me, Bob, he was like, Neen, you're not listening to me. (laughs) And I was like, if you have kids, you know exactly this conversation, right? And I was like, I am listening. And then it was amazing, Bob. He jumped up to meet me. He grabbed my face in his tiny little hands. He turned it towards him. And uh, he said the words I will never forget. He said, Neen, listen with your eyes. Oh, schooled by a five-year-old. Schooled. Schooled. (laughs) Good gracious. And I've never forgot it. And, you know, Donovan was the one who truly taught me that as leaders, whether we are leaders in our home, in our workplace, in our church, community, temple, we have the responsibility to listen with our eyes. And that is about the choices Mm -hmm. we make and the actions we take. That's intentional
0: attention. Oh, I love it. Now, you say we need to pay attention in three ways, personally, professionally, and globally. Take us through this, if you will, from a 30,000-foot level. Obviously, it's the book that's written on this, and I want people to get that. But if you would, how can we, I think you called it, begin to change our brain, change our focus, and change our habits?
1: Absolutely, Bob. What happens is we pay per, uh, attention in three ways. All the research that I did and the studies and surveys The first way is personally, as you mentioned, that's about being thoughtful and it's about who deserves your attention. The second thing is about professionally, that's about being productive, that is what deserves your attention. And the third part of the attention pays framework is globally, that's about being responsible and how are you contributing. So it's about how you pay attention in the world. So think of it as who deserves your attention. What deserves your attention, and how are you going to pay attention in the world?
0: Ooh, I love that. Okay, so habits. Uh, yeah, that's the biggest thing, obviously. If if we're not aware that we're not paying it, just like you know, just like as you were with uh, little Donovan. If, if if we're not aware, we're not going to do it. But let's say we get that the the little uh, five year old taking our face in his little hand. And says, <laughs> Listen with your eyes. Okay, so now we know. So how do we start to change our habits, Need?
1: I want to challenge your listeners to invest 15 minutes in a strategic appointment with themselves every single day. And here's what I'd like them to consider. This is a very practical approach to take a strategic look at your day. What I'd invite you to do in those 15 dedicated minutes is choose your top three not negotiable activities. So, before your head hits the pillow tonight, what's the three things you must do? And the reason this is important, Bob, is because I think we run with these crazy to-do lists. We have them in our head, we wake up with to-do lists, we think of to-do lists all through the day, and our brain, it craves completion. And every time we ask our brain to do something, we're like oh it's like opening another tab on our computer right and so what you want to do is you want to be able to think about when you have that strategic appointment with yourself it's what I call prioritizing your priorities. Take 15 minutes every day and choose your top three not negotiable activities, and you'll get that incredible feeling of completion when you get to cross things off. I don't know about you, Bob, but I bet we have listeners where I wonder if they'd be willing to admit that they write things on a to-do list at the end of the day just so they can cross them off, right?
0: Right. <laughs>
1: And we do this because we want that sense of completion. Mm. Our brain craves completion. Mm. Mm. So I want to invite your listeners a very simple strategy to truly pay attention to the people that are important to you and the things that need to get done is invest one 15-minute appointment every day. Now, here's what I do. It's a pretty super fancy system, so you may want to get a pen and write this down. I grab a Post-it note, and I seriously (laughs) write on the Post-it note at the top. It says, today I will, and then I write down my three. And you know why I use a Post-it note, Bob? Because I can carry that post-it note mm-hmm. everywhere all day until things are crossed off. It becomes my decision filtering system. If you want to get more done and you want to get the right things done for the right people, have a 15-minute appointment with yourself.
0: Mm. Oh, I, I love that. Now, I, I, I would be totally remiss if I didn't bring up, Neen says, multitasking is a no-no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Isn't it funny, bub We know this to be true and yet we still do it. I know. Right?
0: I know. Yeah. And I
1: think what happens is in the book, we talk about what I call the over trilogy. And the over trilogy is what many listeners are experiencing. The over trilogy is when we're overwhelmed, overstressed. And overtired. And the reason we multitask is we think it's the only way to cope in our attention deficit society. And what people will learn is when they give themselves focused attention, really paying attention to completion of a project, writing a proposal for a client, making a sales call, this business development activity that we all know we need to do as entrepreneurs and salespeople. Imagine if you just focused on that and stopped checking your email while you were doing it and updating your Facebook status and trying to return phone calls. That dedicated attention, and here's the key to it, Bob – Do it in 15-minute increments. I think 15 minutes is the key to everything. Mm -hmm. And you can focus for 15 minutes very easily. And what's surprising about that is you get things completed. And if we go back to our brain that craves completion, you know, your brain gives you like a little hit of dopamine when you complete something. It's like, woohoo, high five, yay. (laughs) And so when you focus your attention, you have that great sense of completion. Your brain craves it. And this is how we change our brain, our focus, and our habits is By looking at things for completion, multitasking just makes you feel worse because you get to the end of the the day fried and you're suffering from the over trilogy, overwhelmed, overstressed and overtired. Paying attention fixes that.
0: One of my favorite stories in the book was about Linda. I'm sure you remember her. Tell us about her and how she utilized Uh, Again, we'll go with intentional, intentional attention to create an immensely valuable customer experience for you.
1: There is a phenomenal place called Root Down. I know it's a bizarre name for a place, but it's at the uh, Denver International Airport. And I fly in and out of Denver quite a bit for some of my clients that are there. And I remember turning up to Root Down, very tired one afternoon, and I was seated in Linda's section. Now, we all have experienced someone like a Linda, but Linda was remarkable to me. From the moment that I sat down, she looked at me and she knew I'd had a hard day. And this is a woman who could see that um, I I looked like a man yes, Bob, let's just be really honest, I'd had a tough day. And so I ordered what I needed and a glass of champagne. She was so attentive during my visit. She was so sweet. I wrote a little note to her on my receipt to say thank you. And I went on my way, never thinking of it again. Not only, maybe two months later, I find myself back with the same client. I find myself in DIA and I see Root Down and I remembered my experience with Linda. But anyway, so I got seated and I was almost in the same table and I looked around and oh my gosh, there was Linda. She came up, she gave me a hug and she (laughs) said, I saw you waiting outside. I asked for you to be seated in my section. Mm. Blew me away. Linda sees millions of people. (laughs) it blew my mind. But what was fascinating about Linda was that Linda was loved by everyone. I watched as she went from table to table, Bob, looking people in the eyes, smiling, putting a a reassuring hand on their shoulder. Linda even knew that I'd ordered champagne on my first visit. And she asked me whether I wanted it on my second visit. This is a woman who knows attention pays. You better believe I left her a tip. I wrote to the company and now I tell Linda's story. You know what's amazing, Bob? I shared this story in front of 1,500 meeting planners at a conference in Denver. And you know what happened? Five people came up to me and said, I know Linda. (laughs) I know Linda. Like, she's remarkable. And so what I think is when we think about the kind of opportunities we have every day as salespeople, as entrepreneurs, or maybe you're a corporate person, we have the opportunity to be like Linda, looking people in the eye, listening, noticing how they're feeling, and remembering little details about them. That's intentional attention.
0: Neen James is author of the just released Attention Pays, How to Drive Profitability, Productivity and accountability. Her website is neenjames.com, where you can also learn more about her and her other resources. Hey, bring Neen in to speak at your next company convention. She'll wow them. And she has a special page for her book that includes some great bonuses. That's neenjamescom slash attention pays book. But as you know, all pertinent URLs will be in the show notes. Neen, thank you. You're a delight. And I wish you just so much success with your new book.
1: What a privilege. And thank you for everything you do in the world, Bob. You make such a big impact with the work you do. Thank you.
0: Main takeaway I receive from Neen is that despite all the distractions that can get in the way of our attention, if we truly want to keep our focus where it needs to be, we can. Will you begin using Neen's awesome 15-minute suggestion? Let me know. And I want to hear your results. Please feel free to write to me at, at com and let me know your progress. John David Manns and my new book, The Go-Giver Influencer, is now on sale at bookstores both online and of the bricks-and-mortar variety. Visit com and download chapters 1 and 2, or just click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and provide a review on iTunes. Visit com slash reviews. I enjoy reading every review. And your review will also help others to much more easily find this show. That's all for today. The GoGiver giver podcast is brought to you by thegogiver.com. Visit www.thegogiver.com and get our free special report, The GoGiver giver Way, Five Principles for Creating a Culture of Excellence. That's thegogiver.com. Stop on by. Thank you so much for joining me. And until next time, I'm Bob Berg.